Corn Pop was a bad dude, and he ran a bunch of bad boys. It's the Financial Guys radio program with local financial experts Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. I got hairy legs, and the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. And thank you, Dr. Pepper, and thank you, Chancellor, or Dr. Paper. I learned about kids jumping on my lap, and I've loved kids jumping on my lap. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Saturday afternoon, Ludwig Von Von Reinstein in for Mike Lomas, and uh, we are the financial guys here on three, I believe. I I believe. We'll we'll test around and see how we go, but uh, (laughs) we don't want to turn too many mics on if we don't need them. Uh, Anyway, we are in studio today. We are live, and uh, if you want to uh, give us a call, feel free to uh, join the show, 844-434-4TFG. I have been off for the last couple of weeks. I've actually been... Off the grid completely. I uh, I went up to uh, I went to the Smoky Mountains. I was up in northern Michigan, Pigeon River country, and uh, take a little vacay. And of course, I come back on the grid, and all kinds of you know things have happened. Right? There's this amazing uh, a revelation of a uh, you know a, a, a recording of of Hunter Biden right talking to Chinese. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, just absolute demanding craziness. money, not not, demanding a, money. not adhering to the deal. Hunter Biden, please a. De- a, a uh, uh, gets a, a, a sweetheart of a deal, which is just outrageous, right? I mean, just, you know, you can go through and look at all the different gun charges. I don't think there's they found one that was uh, dismissed as a diversion or something like that. Just outrageous, right? So uh, what else happened? Oh, I come back on the grid, and there's this, you know, sub-implosion thing. Where they're, they're, mm-hmm. Which, by the way, and we'll talk about this, turns out to be that the Biden administration knew no. on Sunday that they are so desperate to distract from the absolute disaster of an administration that they have, and now all this Hunter Biden stuff that's coming out all over the place, that they have come out with everything. They, you know, the, the sub all week. I mean, how despicable is that? You know that the sub is, is gone and the people are dead. False hope. And, False hope. Yeah, how they say, yeah, They're, they're going to run out of oxygen by Thursday, and it just says, I think it was Sunday, that's when they heard it. Right. No, <clears throat> didn't say anything. So the families are wondering, hoping. Of course, it makes for great drama, and they feed this drama now. They have mastered the art of propaganda. So somebody, somewhere, whether it's CIA or intelligentsia or whatever, is running the media. Now, I'm going to prove my case throughout this first hour here. There's no question about it uh, that the media is being absolutely manipulated and fed these stories that they all just run with. So all week it was like the drama, right? They wanted everybody gripped to their seats. Oh, they're down to 36 hours. Then 24 hours. Everybody was talking. Is that they wanted? They wanted everybody talking about this. Of course, they wanted everybody talking about anything. Oh, you remember they also. Biden. But they heard a sound too. That was the other thing. A couple of days after, <clears throat> oh, we we picked up this oh, sound. Right. Okay. Right. What? What? Right. M- well, more false hope. And then they more distraction. Then they delayed the the any aid. Anyways, I guess they could delay it because there was no need to send it. Right. And they knew that. Which how despicable is that? But. You know, in the last couple of weeks, the stuff that's come out on Hunter, they have done everything from the sub to aliens. Now they admitted this week that the that the uh, Wuhan virus came from a lab. Of course, we all knew that, mm-hmm. right? We all knew. And by the way, those of us that said, wait a minute now, this came from a lab, it's obvious. Oh, my God, you're a conspiracy theorist. Go get the tinfoil hat, Glenn. Really? Let's see. So who's a conspiracy theorist? You were told that it was a bat soup from a wet market within a mile of this Wuhan level four bio lab right there in Wuhan, huh? That happened to be studying bats. Yeah, who who's the conspiracy theorist? So finally they've admitted it. Now they've come out and said, Yeah, 
Looks like that's the most likely cause. Yeah, no, duh, right? We all knew that, right? But anything, anything to distract away from a Hunter Biden thing. What's next, Ron? Are they going to come out with Bigfoot? Is that they going to release a Bigfoot reel? Sasquatch. Sasquatch. Sasquatch was found in Erie County. They're going to have a sighting. Yeah. Are they going to actually come out with alien bodies? Is that next oh, week? I'm sure that'll be next week. Right? I mean, yeah. we got Russia a coup now potentially. If mm-hmm. you believe that, right? The uh, potential coup going. Anything to take. They're like desperate. I, just, I can't wait to see what Monday brings. I, I swear they're going to say, we got an alien. We got the bodies. Yeah. And we're going to put them on display this week. Area 51, <laughs> come on in. <laughs> we're opening it up, folks. We're going to admit it all. Anything to distract from the Hunter Biden disaster that's going but on. That's, but that's what all they do is like it's the, the news and the media. And this is we're all you're waterboarded with information and news like every day. And then there's something where it's like, oh, my God, in in a bad way. And then two days later, like something else just gets anyone right. off of the trail. And it's like, and you well, just forget about I, it. I mean, we're that's like, what we're, it is. We're five or six major stories in yes. since the Hunter thing really started to heat up. Again, mm-hmm. you know, the sub this week, aliens, admitting it's leaking from a lab. I mean. I'm sure I'm missing a few things. I mean, please, if I'm let me know what I'm missing. Eight four 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 three four four TFG. It's just you know, it's it's uh, I, you know again, I'm 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 dying to know what they're going to come out with this week. Like, what Next. is going yeah. to be the huge reveal this week? Are they going to are they going to finally admit from the from a, a Washington level that face masks didn't work or, or no. lockdowns were no, useless? No, 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 no. They're still no? going with the face diapers. Oh, okay. They're All still right. they're on that. They're, they're still saying like they're how that worked. Okay, they're not giving it up. But. You know, yeah, same thing with the lockdown. They will never, ever get to that point. Speaking of lockdown, um, she got a promotion. Yeah, Randy Weingarten. Sick thing. We'll talk about the dude. Yeah. Play this clip, though. I want to play this clip before we uh, before we forget about it and get too far in there. We're just going to take this off. How many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I have never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. I have never discussed with my no. son or my brother or anyone else anything having to do with their businesses, period. And what I will do is the same thing we did in our administration. There will be an absolute wall between personal and private uh, and, and, and the government. Do you stand by your statement that you did not discuss any of your son's overseas business Yes, I stand him? by that statement. Yeah, so it's obvious that, uh, they, they, that, you know, it was a lie, right? So they've got the smoking gun now, folks. And, and, and it's not like it's like one random piece here, one random piece there. If if we had an actual full and and you know equal justice system, mm-hmm. Hunter Biden and likely Joe would be behind bars. In all honesty, what you have in the White House right now is somebody who has committed treason. Right? Here's the text message, I, and we and I'm sure many people have heard this already. Right? But I'm just going to read it real quick. I'm sitting here with my father, and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. Not yeah, been fulfilled. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand, and now means tonight. And Z, if I get a call or text from anyone involved in this other than you, Zhang, or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Now, you might say, wow, it doesn't mean he was really there with his father. The only problem is that he's using his father as leverage. A week later, on August 9, 2017, the CEFC Infrastructure Investment wired $5 million to the bank account uh, that basically ended up in Hunter Biden's uh, pocket, right? And, of course, 10% going to the big guy. They have got, for with Hunter Biden, now they're prosecuting his low-level stuff. Even the gun charge, folks, the gun charge alone would put him in jail. <clears throat> but yes. 
forget the gun charge for a second, okay? Forget that he disposed of a gun and, you know, uh, he could be criminally negligent for having his girlfriend or prostitute or whatever it was dispose of that gun in a garbage can across my high school. Forget all that stuff, okay? What was the other charge he got him with? Oh, the, oh, the, uh, the, 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 uh, the tax stuff, right? Forget about all that. Okay, mm-hmm. he didn't pay his taxes. It's not that he didn't pay his taxes. Where did the money come from? Right, they are guilty of of basically because he's money the smartest laundering. guy Joe knows. Glenn, this, this stop. Is, this is money laundering. Okay, they have on file now how many how many LLCs have they discovered that would link to the Biden? Oh God, you I, got Tony Bobulinski mm-hmm. in, in a, 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 a sworn testimony. Put you've got so much. I mean, at this point, this is you have almost have more evidence than the bloody footprints back to OJ's house. Let's be honest. I mean, yes. with this, this is almost as bad. And These he, are the bloody footprints and he back to OJ's house. And he, he's got so many laptops that he just leaves. Yeah, guns, there they laptops, are. Guns, laptops, whatever, no problems. It's because he knows he's untouchable. This is the problem, right? This is the problem with all of America now. We have special groups that are untouchable. Right, mm-hmm. you see it in all kinds of violence. Right, you see with the, you know, shoplifting, no problem. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. And we'll so hold the door for know you. That they're not going to be held accountable, and so they do more of it. Right, this is. We'll talk more about this. We got to take a break. We're logging this segment. If you want to join us, we are live on the air this week. Eight four 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 three four four TFG. By the way, now that I'm back in social media, I've been noticing a couple of comments about, well, you guys should defend this. And how do you guys defend that? Look, at, I'm not endorsing anybody. I haven't endorsed Ron DeSantis. I haven't endorsed Donald Trump. I know some of the folks on our team have their favorites. I've said very clearly, I am a policy guy, right? I am looking for the candidate that promises me and part of their campaign pledge to eliminate the corrupt FBI, mm-hmm. right? And then move on to downsizing the rest of the government. Trump was not a downsizer. Doesn't mean I don't Trump, support Trump. Trump added to it. He Trump added, added to, to it. it. Now, that part I dislike about Trump. But, you know, I have to make a decision based on the totality of the platform of the candidate. And I'm not ready to do that yet, very simply. But if you want to call us up and call out a DeSantis or call out a Trump or, or point out ties with big money special interests or World Economic Forum, be my guest. But it's not my job to do that, right? We're providing the open forum, 844-434-4TFG. And we don't suppress what people say either, That's like, right. like the left. Feel free to call yeah. in. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk we'll to debate. you about it. I, I'm not even sure I would disagree. I, you know, <laughs> feel free to call us up and express your opinion on any of these candidates. I don't care. That's why we have a, a live show on Saturdays. that We open the mic to do that. So, again, 434-434-4TFG. Uh, and, of course, if you need us throughout the week, 833-FIN-GUYS, or you can always go to our website at thefinancialguys.com. And don't forget about all of our social media sites. I mentioned social media. Uh, we're active everywhere, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, of course. You can find all of that as well as our podcast on the on the, uh, the media website, which is financialguysmedia.com. All right, very short break. you got Ron Ron signing in for uh, Mike Lomas. I'm Glenn Wiggle. We are the Financial Guys. We'll be right back here on the Financial Guys Media Network. We only have two genders at the Financial Guys. Financial Guys Media Network. All right, welcome back. Let's go to our special guest here. If you want to join us, by the way, 844-844-4344-TFG. Again, 844-434-4834 is the number. We'll go to our special guest of the first hour here. We have Mike Sparazza joining us later in the hour. Our first special guest, however, is Ron Waskow, uh, who is uh, joining us to talk about retirement planning and fixed income. Gentlemen, happy Saturday to you. Thank you. Happy Saturday to you. I got Same to meet you. Got to meet the new little one the other day, a month old. How sweet. Oh, my gosh. You've got the yeah, thank you. kids. 
Appreciate it. Yeah, we got our hands full here at the Wasco residence, but that's all right. I wouldn't have it any other way. I love to see the families grow at the uh, financial guys over the years. You know, it started with just Mike and I. We were young in our 20s, and now to see, you know, the, the you know, everybody kids having, upon a kids. Yeah, upon a kids, kids upon yeah. kids. Upon, it's great. I love it. Our Christmas party and our, our holiday parties get bigger and bigger. It's awesome. So, Ron, tell us what you got for us today. What's going on? Yeah, so just wanted to uh, give the audience a lowdown. The um, the fixed income market is really on fire right now, and I think it's it, it's a short-term opportunity for people to take advantage of. If you look at what happened last year in 2022, the bond market got crushed. With the rising interest rates, all the people out there that were sitting on portfolios holding 10-year notes, paying, you know, one and a half, two percent 2%, they got crushed. Because now you can go on the open market and you can get that same 10-year security paying 6, 6.5%. So that really, really drove down people's portfolios in last year, in 2022. I think more so portfolios as a whole got hit from fixed income more than they did on the equity side. Mm -hmm. Um, So right now we have an opportunity that I don't think is going to be around too long. If you look at where rates are at, the Fed, when they came out and had their last meeting, they held strong. They didn't raise rates. They're saying they're going to raise it two more times. I'm skeptical. I think by the time we hit the 23, we might start to see rates decrease. And if you look at where rates are now, they're pointing to that because the yield curve is still inverted. So what that means is your short-term interest rates are paying a lot more than your longer terms. We've got we've got CDs that are 9 and 12 months to maturity that are paying 5.5%. But if you try to go out three and four years, you're lucky if you can even get four. So if you're a fixed income investor or you're a little skeptical of the market and you want some return on your money, now's a good time to look at fixed income and lock in some of those rates because I don't think they're going to be around forever. Yeah, I think you're right. And this is the first time we've had some decent rates in many, 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 many decades. Since 08. Yeah, yeah, well, years, really. I mean, right. prior, exactly. prior to 08, we had a little bit of 08, but not much. Yeah, I remember in 2007, I had an online savings account at HSBC that was giving me 5%, which right. I was like... Yeah, you know, you, you park some money there, but then as soon as everything happened, you know, in 2008, 09, I remember by the time I closed it out, they were like, yeah, we're giving you nothing. I tend to agree with you, by the way, Ron, on the um, on the two more uh, rate increases. I, I think they're bluffing, to be honest with you. I think they're putting that out there just as a threat, mm-hmm. and I think that threat's worked. I mean, you saw the market this week, the Nasdaq pulled back. Pulled a back. Bit. No yeah. doubt. You know, yep. Nasdaq down about a point and a half. The S and P was down almost a point and a half. And uh, although you got to remember, it's still up five percent for the month, so we're still within a, a decent rally uh, off the bottom here. But you know, part of the Fed statement was that they wanted to impact and loosen up the uh, uh, the, the uh, labor market, right? And Mike and I said this back in 2000 when they shut down the economy. We said, what's well, going to continue to keep inflation high? Everybody came out and said, no, 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 no. Inflation will be temporary. And Mike and I said, no way. Transitory. That, <laughs> no, that transitory. was their buzzword. Yeah, Transitory, exactly. right? Transitory. Remember that? And you remember, of course, guys, right? Mike and I and all of us in this office, you know, Mike and I were very outspoken and said, there's no way this is going to be transitory for one main reason. And that's because wages are going to not come back down, and that wage inflation is going to drive overall inflation mm-hmm. because you're going to have a higher rate of demand that is chasing too few goods because you just shut down the economy, you idiots. And so, you know, here we are. So the Fed is now talking about, well, we can't cool down inflation unless we cool down the labor market because if people are still too fully employed, they're still going to continue to spend money, and that's going to continue to put upward pressure on prices. But what the Fed is negating to take into account 
as they always do because the Fed looks at things in a bubble and they try to isolate you know some things and look at those factors is technology and I've been saying this now for a while as has as Lomas and that <clears throat> you know talking about things like robotics and artificial intelligence you know guys we haven't had productivity gains in this country in no. like four years it, everything's least, right? gone down like all yeah, the manufacturing over. index out of Michigan it, it keeps going down and down and down you listen to the Fed it's like oh my god look at how great the labor market is but between the establishment survey and the household survey, like they basically compute two different things. Now, again, they're looking at the establishment survey where it's like all these jobs that are getting created. Okay, it's part-time jobs. But 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 you know even still though so mm-hmm. but with so you have you've had no productivity right so you, nope. so you know in years past remember the nineties. In the 90s, you had 9 and 10% productivity where, mm-hmm. you know, if a, if, a, if, a, if a laborer could produce 100 vehicles a year, then the following year, that same person, same wage, maybe a little bit higher for, for inflation, but they could now produce 10, 110 vehicles. It was substantial, right? We haven't had actual productivity gains. In fact, we've had uh, we've gone backwards in this country in the last couple of years, in some cases, if not flatlined at best case scenario. And I, I do believe that as we come into this new you know, technology revolution of mm-hmm. artificial intelligence as well as robotics, those two things combined can start to drive. And I think you're going to start to see that later this year or next year. I think you're going to start to see productivity start to pick back up again, not because people are working harder, but because technology is allowing them to create and yeah. to do more output or they can augment the production of the individual worker. And I think that will allow supply to increase and will allow uh, inflation to subside, which will allow the Fed to not have to uh, fulfill their threat of two more rate increases. So I tend to be in agreement with Iran, and uh, hopefully we'll see what happens. And certainly the the S and P is is and the market in general is certainly signaling that. You know, yes, they're a little bit they got a little bit nervous this week, but overall the movement of the last several months would suggest that they you know the at least the technology side is doing extraordinarily well. Ron, any last comments before I let you go, buddy? Um, no, it, it's just funny how, like you said, all these all these um, sidestepping news articles come out this week when finally there's evidence that Joe Biden himself is directly in or, uh, implicated in Hunter's escapades here. So it's no longer just about, oh, it's the president's kid, leave his family alone. No, it's Joe himself who's got... Uh, yeah. gotten himself wrapped up in this, and now there's evidence to prove it. Yeah, this is as close to a smoking gun as O.J.'s footprints back to his house, right? I mean, I don't know how much more you would need to actually move forward on this. So what do you think comes out next? you think they're going to actually uh, admit that they've seen Bigfoot, or, or what, what, do you, what do you think they got coming out on Monday? I think they're going to play this Russian coup thing up. I think yeah. the, the CIA's got their fingerprints in this somewhere. You know, oh, with all that money <laughs> How much of it's going into this Wagner group, too? So, you know, you got to keep in mind that all the stuff that we accuse the rest of the world of doing, oftentimes, is what we're doing exactly ourselves. Unfortunately, like blowing up the uh, the, the pipeline, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, the Russians blew up their yep. own pipeline to yeah. frame yeah. Ukraine. Yeah, yeah that geez, makes sense. That makes a lot. Nobody, nobody <laughs> believed. Well, that. even with the comedian the other day, Zelensky's like, yeah, they're all these things that are going on. They're going to attack their own nuclear power plant. You're like, what? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. They're gonna nuke Moscow so, like, yes. so they can pin it on the Ukrainians. Right, you yes. guys are idiots. Like this is this is where we're at now with these with these folks, and these are supposed to be the ones that are the experts. Are, are, the experts. Yeah. Yeah. The, again, we're notice screwed. that the experts that don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, we're screwed, guys. Anyway, all right, Ron. Have a great weekend with those uh, with your little ones. Enjoy it. Thanks, guys. We'll do. Take care. Take it easy, Ron. If you need to, uh, if you're interested in fixed income, folks, if you'd like to lock in some of those rates, as Ron mentioned, you know, CD rates at five and six percent, uh, just for a you know nine month or one year, uh, give us a call at the office eight three three Fin Guys. Ask for Ron Wasco again eight three three. 
346-489-7833-FINGUYS. Or feel free to go to our website at thefinancialguys.com. You can always uh, ask a question, ask for an appointment, or ask for someone to reach out to you with information on whether it be CDs or treasury bills or stock portfolios or asset allocation or or whatever you have a question on. We are a one-stop financial shop with a number of different departments that we can help you. Of course, the financial guys, financial planning, wealth management, life insurance. We also have AHIP certified Medicare agents, which mm-hmm. I'm going to see if I can get Brian Ferracci. I know he's around the office here somewhere. We'll see if we can drag him in. Uh, home and Auto as well. Uh, of course, uh, shophomeandauto.com. Mike Sparrows will be joining us uh, 145, so a couple segments coming up. And then, of course, certified college planning uh, experts as well as Social Security, certified Social Security uh, planning folks as well. So we are a one-stop financial shop. If we can help you, feel free to use us as a resource. If you think like us, 833-FINGUYS, or again, feel free to go to our website at thefinancialguys.com. Uh, coming up on the other side of the break, <clears throat> I do want to talk more about uh, some of the stuff going on uh, around the news, uh, You know, some of the local, the the most not local, but most current uh, uh, news that's been going on. So we'll hit some of that. Uh, I've got some other articles as well I want to get to. Uh, the media now turning on Joe. And also I'll make my case that whoever controls the media, maybe see if I can pull up some montages, is now decided that Joe needs to go. And so they've given the media the green light to go ahead and finally start asking him questions about the Hunter Biden uh, situation. And, and 10% the, uh, for the big guy. And the 10% I wonder, for the I wonder big if guy. Joe paid tax on his time. Oh, pff, yeah, please. But, <laughs> but of course, we're not, we'll be clamoring for his returns anytime soon. Yeah. All right, we'll be right back. You've got the Financial Guys here on the Financial Guys Media Network. All right, welcome back. Grab the microphone. Welcome back. We've got the Financial Guys, Ron Reinstein and uh, Glenn Wiggle, of course, here. And of course, we are live in studio if you want to join us. 844-434-4TFG. And I've got a lot more for you coming up. I do want to talk a bit about some of the other things that are now popping up around the world. We'll get back to some of this Russian coup stuff here in a second, but um, I want to talk about fake meat for a second. Uh, this is some of the, the newest stuff that is now, you know, kind of hitting the news and, you know, in, in an effort to, you know, save the planet from global warming as usual. We are going to now, uh, we have basically now given the green light to uh, go ahead and uh, allow lab-grown meat uh, on U.S. menus. So you can now start to look out for this. The World Economic Forum's dietary blueprint for the masses because is it's becoming so a reality. Unelected bureaucrats that know right. more than we do. That's right. And what, what's healthy for us? And nothing <clears throat> screams health like chemically just pumped up meat made in a Petri dish. That's right. So yum. The, yum. The Agriculture Department approved upside foods and good meat to begin selling cell-cultivated or cultured chicken meat from labs in supermarkets um, uh, in supermarkets and restaurants. Today's watershed moment for the burgeoning cultivated meat, poultry, and seafood sector and the global food industry, Good Meat said in a statement. Uh, Upside Food CEO Uma Valetti said cultured meat in the U.S. will, quote, fundamentally change how meat makes it to our table. So for all those, actually, let me read a bit more of this, and then I'll I'll just make a few comments here. Instead of all of that land and all of that water that is used Mm -hmm. to feed all of these animals that are slaughtered, we can do it in a different way, said Josh Tietrich, co-founder and chief executive of Eat Just, which operates good meat. WEF alarmists have made it clear that they believe a reset of the global food supply chain is needed uh, to solve climate change. Okay, so let's talk about that for a second. First of all, what exactly is cultivated meat, right? They're gonna keep, they're, you're going to start to hear this a lot, folks. You're going to start to hear, well, it's more humane, 
We don't have to slaughter animals. We don't have animals that have to take up all this land. It's going to save the planet. Do yourself a favor. Book a flight to L.A. and fly over the country. We have plenty of land. That's not a problem. We have plenty of land for cattle. In fact, there are several ranches in Florida and Texas owned by a handful of individuals Mm -hmm. that are millions and millions of acres. That is not an issue. Having actual living animals on the planet walking around that we then kill and eat is the natural order of things. Let me explain to you what is not the natural order of things, okay? So if the, these animals are taking up all this land and and and, and water and, and all, so where are these manufacturing plants going to be? How, how do they cultivate this meat exactly? Well, in a giant brick building somewhere that also needs to take up all kinds of land, right? And energy, too. <laughs> and energy, which is no longer going to be grazing land, like grassland that cows walk around on. No, it's not going to be a giant concrete block with all kinds of wires going into it to you know to juice this place to, to your point right well solar panels they're, sure, they're going to save sure. society too sure so there we go but what exactly is this cultivated meat well it sounds really nice right we don't have to slaughter animals we can just make meat out of thin air like we like the uh like the starship enterprise we can hit a button and say earl <laughs> gray tea you know hot right and, and it just appears magically and you know out of thin air a particle maker just makes it right no, that's not what they do for some of this cultivated meat. What they do for a lot of this cultivated meat is they actually take the fetal tissue of the cow. So you let the cows get pregnant. They have a handful of them. They harvest the fetus, and they use the cells from these fetal cows or chickens or whatever, and then they begin to grow these things in a lab, right, in a laboratory. So, you know, picture you know, jars and the mad scientist that has the brain from the old-style movies. And that jar will be your chicken that will now make it to your table that was grown from a chicken fetus and induced with all these chemicals and whatnot and grown in a lab somewhere. I'm sure we'll have no side effects of that. None, none, else, right? none, none. Like in Europe, Just like when the they jab. were feeding the cow parts to the cows, like we didn't have any issues with, I don't know, like mad cow disease or, you know, things like that. This is absolute lunacy, all for the sake of saving the planet. And here's the dirty little secret. It's like at, it's at magnitudes worse for the planet. It uses way more energy and burns way more fossil fuels and pollutes way more and does way more damage for what they want to do than uh, than just actually having a cow walking around out there. It's outrageous, folks. And then, do not eat lab-grown meat. You see lab-grown meat on a menu, walk away. Walk away. Do yourself a favor. Tell the restaurant owner, in fact, not only am I not going to order this dish, but if you're going to serve this garbage in your restaurant, I'm not eating it. In fact, I'm not coming back to your restaurant, and I'm telling all of my friends exactly the kind of garbage in your restaurant that you're selling. And I'll be happy to announce to all the restaurants on the air here on WBE, or on the Financial Guys and all the stations, BEN, WAM, or wherever that we're on, uh, exactly which restaurants are uh, are, are producing. Serving junk meat. Because remember, Beyond Meat, that was a hot stock for uh, a couple least, of years. But, but at but, least Beyond Meat is vegetable stuff. Well, remember, yeah, I was going to say, so Beyond Meat at the end of last year in November – they got busted because their products from the plant tested for listeria 11 times. Wow. 11 times. And internal reports from the company reveal that substances such as wood, metal, and plastic mm. have been found in the food. Cool. Wow. Sawdust sounds delicious. Oh, But here's I, the thing. I want to eat the plastic spoon. Folks, if we don't take a stand right now, if we don't take a stand and say, I am not going to eat in your restaurant, don't even try to serve this garbage to me. 
unless we put a line in the sand here and say, I am not going to eat fake food. I'm not eating bugs. I'm not eating lab-grown meat. Unless we draw a line in the sand and say, we're not doing this right here and now, we're all going to be eating sawdust and crickets. Uh, and that's no joke. For those that think, oh, my God, conspiracy theory, Glennigan, go look at the largest cricket factory in North America. It's right over the border, folks. In Canada. Right, right over the border. Ontario. And I got news for you. You're going to start to see cricket parts now. Yeah. You know, in all those, like when you read the label, we always joke in my, our family, we call it beaver butt. <laughs> when you see, whenever we see natural, we, we're reading the label of, the, of whatever ingredients we're talking. Uh oh, there it is. There's beaver button here. It's whatever we see natural flavors. That's what we assume it's beaver butt. Yeah. Right. So natural flavors to us is beaver butt. You don't know what natural flavors is. Natural flavors of what natural flavors? I don't know. So I'm I'm very conscious now of the things that I eat honestly, and and I you have to. I mean, you that, absolutely uh, have to. The instances of cancer and all this. I'm not a doctor, but I gotta believe this this processed food. Like my our grandmothers, right? Your yes. grandma, my grandmothers, they lived in their 90s. They didn't even have microwaves. They didn't need anything no. processed, right? They went and they got meat, like actual red meat, or maybe they maybe they, they bought some lamb or maybe chicken, some pork or chicken. Anything. But they, you know, my I don't think my grandmother ever had like a Whopper. I don't, you know, I don't think she ever went to McDonald's. I don't. No, I mean, my, you know, my, my grandparents, and they're still alive, and I'm very blessed. But, yeah, I mean, it's funny. Their eating habits got worse as they got well, older. Well, I'm talking to like but, their parents. Yeah, yeah. yeah but that's so maybe say, your great Yeah, so even with them, it, they... Everything was fresh. Yes. Milk was fresh. I mean, just. Well, now you had the, you had the Obama administration for a while f arresting farmers for selling milk directly to consumers. Yes. Because now it's got to be pasteurized and pumped up with chemicals to be good for you. It's ridiculous. Because someone's got to get paid. Right. And it, I'm sure those chemicals aren't coming from free from Pfizer, Monsanto. You take your pick. Right. But again, that's a, the, the most galling thing is is where people feel and still think and embrace like the government cares about you. They do not. No. They do not know better, but they think they do. They act like your kids are theirs. They are not. I mean, on and on it can go. But at the end of the day, we're able to make our own choices. I don't. No one needs their well, present company. We don't need our hands held. But those that do, eat your crickets. Eat your right. plant-based sure. meat. You know, again, let us know how it works out in the next, you know, five mm -hmm. to ten years. Right. Well, those are the seventeen percent that are still getting the uh, the shot. What was yeah, that? of course. Yeah, seventeen percent got what, the latest. Uh, where was boosters. that stat? Where did I have that? That was one? on WGRZ. Was that uh, was that in our group chat text? I can find. Yeah. So, but on, yeah, that. Oh, 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 oh. oh boy. Yeah. yeah but, that's all right. all right. So I mean, but that's the thing. It's like I still don't think that number is that high. But why are people six jabs in? Six jabs. <laughs> I'm sorry if you got a kid. It's just like the flu shot. Where the was flu that shot article? does it. It was on WGRC. I know no, that, I you saw it on Twitter. It wasn't ah, on our group chat. Oh boy. But I either so way, many things to look for things it's like on like, group chat this or group chat that. All right. It was somewhere here, but yeah. yeah. So seventeen percent, I think, was a stat that are, are we're down to seventeen percent that are are left that are still getting the booster, and they just can't mm -hmm. figure out why. Like, well. There was it was funny when I went to the PGA uh, a couple of weeks ago. This is you know I went with my wife. We were by a building in Rochester that said you had to wear a because we were waiting for the shuttle bus. You had to wear a face diaper if you were not vaccinated. Still, still. So I I, I saw really? that and I I turned to Kim. I go, I'm glad to see people are still playing pretend. Right. Well, they have how many reports now? They just came out with like the end all be all report that was. It studied. It was a randomized study of like all these other randomized studies. Like mm -hmm. it, it is the 
you know, and I think even the government acknowledged that now the, the face masks, there's no evidence that they did anything whatsoever. And yet I still see people wearing them because yes. the media won't come out and say we were wrong. The media won't no. come out and say Mark Poland cars is never coming out and saying I was wrong. Face mask. They're still they're still pushing it, even though there's studies mm-hmm. that absolutely are indisputable at this point. Yes. We've had three years of studies and data. You know, there's there's no questioning it there at all. Uh, but even still, you have a you know folks out there that are still you know in in, in places of power. But they still are, it, they I don't think even if the media came out and said yeah we were wrong, the government came out and said we were wrong, they would still wear it. They might. They would still. Maybe. Wear it. They can't let it go. The, Here it is. WGRZ yep. Channel 2. Next round of COVID-19 shots in fall will target latest Omicron strain. And uh, talking about just 17% of the uh, of the folks uh, got the latest jab. I don't know that why anybody would even get this anymore. I mean, seriously. I mean, this is the fact that they're mm-hmm. still even pushing this is, is beyond me. I mean, the, the fact that any doctor or any medical professional at this point in time would still even consider recommending this shot is really outrageous, honestly, mm-hmm. and probably should have their medical license seriously looked at. So anyway, all right, we're going to take a very short break. We've got a couple of guests coming up in the next hour. I'm going to drag in Brian Faraci here, talk a little bit about Medicare. And starting off this segment, we will have uh, Mike Sparaza talking about uh, some home and auto and some savings and uh, some of the interviews he's done, which are always fantastic. So stay tuned. You've got the financial guys, Ron Reinstein, in for Mike Lomas. I'm Glenn Wiggle. If you need us throughout the week, by the way, uh, use us uh, as a resource, 833-FINGUYS or thefinancialguys.com. All right, very short break. We'll be right back. Follow the financial guys on social media. So easy, even a liberal can do it. Busy, uh, busy segment here. If you want to join us, 844-434-4TFG. I'm taking this microphone to stay up now. Here we go. All right, Glenn Wiggle, Ron Reinstein, soon to be Mike Sparaza on the air, and then Brian Faraci in studio here. And uh, we'll answer your questions, of course, on uh, anything that has to do with you and your money or even Medicare coming up. But before we do that, I want to get to uh, Mike Sparaza and just find out, number one, hello, Mike, how are you? Thanks for joining the show again. Appreciate it. Good. How are you guys doing? Perfect. Good, Mike. How are you? Good, thank you. First off, tell me about the interviews you've done this week. I've got to plug our podcast. So for those that have not checked out our podcast, we have multiple things going. Go to financialguysmedia.com and uh, check out all the different content we're doing. We're doing uh, morning mics, uh, 15 minutes in the morning. Where's that sheet that tells me how I'm supposed to? Here it is. There it is. Uh, 15-minute morning mics brief, right, five hot topics in 15 minutes. Uh, you're doing that three times a week. And then you're still doing your podcast interviews every Thursday. So tell us um, who the latest ones are. You've got some cool ones coming up too, potentially. Yes, I had Monica Page from OAM this week just to talk about oh, the uh, Hunter Biden scandal and the subway, uh, subway, excuse me, the submarine story. Um and we have uh, Christopher Carter coming up next week. He actually works for Real America's Voice. He is their D.C. correspondent. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk a little bit about D.C. Uh, the press secretary not answering questions. So that's going to be a fun interview to, to hear his story on KGP, KJP. Uh, <laughs> if you could ask him next week, if you don't mind, ask him. You know, The media seems to have, we'll play a clip in the next hour, but the media seems to have gotten the clearance to actually ask some questions now. 
And I say that because I, I, I caution myself instead of saying the media has turned on him. I don't think the media turns on anybody. I think the media does exactly what they're told. Correct. So somebody has now given them the go-ahead or instructed them to start asking questions about Hunter Biden's involvement with his son, clearly, right? They're going to add a new tab to her binder by next week. So Yes, exactly. So, <laughs> so ask him if you can about that. I'd love to hear his, uh, his position on that. So I look forward to catching that, to that podcast. Cool. I, I absolutely will. The only problem with these guys and girls asking questions in there is they never actually get answered. So if you saw this right. week. Uh, but he's talking to the other correspondents, though, so he'll get the feel of the room, right? So he knows what his other his colleagues are thinking, and that's what I want to. That's what I want to know is that you know, what, where are where's their heads at? You know, are they gonna are they gonna stick with this, or are they gonna start you know continue? Are they just gonna let this go and say okay, well they wouldn't answer anything? I mean, Blinken just walked right off stage this week. What a joke that was! I mean, he just flat out okay, I'm done and left. <laughs> Come on. So anyway. yeah, it's it, it, it's it's definitely a problem. I, I definitely will ask him that for you, Glenn, though, because that is an interesting point. And I, I do want to tease. Uh, I we're we're figuring out the date as we speak, but Terry Lake will be joining us on the podcast to talk wow. about Trump and the 2024 election. We just have to nail down a date. We're hoping mid July for that. So that'll be a big one to uh, to have our listeners here. Awesome, that's fantastic. Uh, well, tell us what's going on in the world of home and auto. What what do you got for us this week? Savings or uh, what other kind of stores you got? Yeah, we do. We, we Every week we have savings, which is a good thing for our clients. Uh, sometimes we're rewriting clients that are current clients of ours, and other times we're helping people that were maybe with a, a, another insurance broker or one of the big companies you see on TV. So we're working with people every week. One story here, it's about savings and coverage. To give you an example here, Alec worked with a, a client this week, $350 of savings with double the bodily injury, double the property damage, added a bunch of different little coverages on the auto that maybe people don't hear about, like rental reimbursement and roadside assistance, and then also increased their dwelling coverage on their home by 50000 doubled the liability on the home, added water backup. So, again, $350 of savings isn't as big sometimes when we hear when we say 1500 or 2000 of savings, but savings with better coverage. I think that's the most important part. Money is important. I totally agree with that. But making sure you're covered properly is, is number one. Man, if you don't have water backup damage, I mean, that's like... Uh, you need it. I mean, yeah. Western New York. I mean, I've, I've had my backup of my sump pump fail and water back in my basement, not once, but twice. So it's uh, you definitely have to have that around here, unless you don't have a basement, of course, which case you're in the clear. But. And, and another one, Glenn, <laughs> another one on top of that, that's a great point. Another coverage now that's offered by a lot of companies is called uh, utility line or service line coverage, and that's the underground utility lines from the street to your home. Those can be purchased sometimes for 50 to $75 a year, and it's important because we're seeing it a lot in this area. People's front yards are getting dug up because there's, you know, a water pipe issue. There's a sewage issue underneath the ground. So that's another coverage we've been working a lot with a lot of clients on that didn't know about it or didn't have it. And, again, it's 50 to $75 a year. Mike, what about if the, your utility lines are above ground? I mean, would you recommend people getting it then because not everyone has everything where it's below ground? You know, at my house, so everything, of- everything's right off of the pole and, you know, right to the house. A lot of these coverages, Ron, that I, like the service line that I'm talking about, mm-hmm. it has to be buried underground. Gotcha. Included in that coverage. So um, certain companies do certain things, so it's always worth asking. But a lot of these companies, it's called buried utility line coverage or underground service line coverage. So a lot of it is truly underground, not above ground. Hmm. Cool. Well, 
A lot of stuff that I don't know, and probably a lot of our listeners don't know either. So if you have questions on your coverage, it's never a bad idea to sit down with somebody just make sure you've got all the things that you should have. And oftentimes, as we just mentioned, we're able to do that for you and still save you money. So to give you the best of both worlds. So if you want to use us as a resource, give uh, Mike a call. Of course, go to uh, you can call our, call our office, 833-FINGUYS, or you can go to the website, which is shophomeandauto.com. Right, got that right, Mike, shophomeandauto.com? That's exactly right. Shophomeandauto.com. All right, perfect. I got so many sheets in front of me. They made me all these cheat sheets that are laminated, so I stopped forgetting to plug things, and uh, now I've got too many of them. I can't, I can't, I can't, like, too many things. Too many things. Anyway, all right, well, thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Sounds good. Thanks for having me, guys. Have a good right. show. Once Thank again, you. shophomeandauto.com. Or, of course, you can always go to thefinancialguys.com as well and uh, send us a message through that. We'll get you in touch with Mike for sure. Mike loves saving people money. Let's talk about another department that we don't often have an opportunity to highlight, and that is uh, our Medicare. And uh, Brian Faraci is with us. So I'm in the uh, our our studio in the office so you just happened to be in the office when i came in so i'm like yeah why don't you come over and join us real quick and just uh, give, give yourself a plug and talk about what you guys have been doing in the last couple of years our medicare business has tripled in western new york here which i think is phenomenal rochester has also been on fire i don't know we get probably two three four how many phone calls a week do we get from rochester well, a lot we've been, we've been getting a lot from rochester lately I, I think that our words our name's getting out there the word's getting out there that you know we do what's best for the client at all times and um, it, it shows in the numbers. You're starting to show up in other people's shows, I see. You did a whole hour last week on another show in uh, Buffalo. It's like a celebrity, right? <laughs> so tell us what's going on this time of year. Like, what are you guys doing here in June, right? It's kind of the off season, and, you know, people think enrollment season's not coming up till October. Is this a busy time for you guys? Because I see you guys zipping around the office all the time, so you look busy. It's always a busy time. Uh, Medicare is a little bit slower at this time. <clears throat> Excuse me, just because um, we're not in any enrollment season. But if you're having issues with your Medicare, I know there's been issues with copays for prescriptions. Come in, sit down with us. You know, let us go through and do a, a consultation to make sure that you are in the best plan. And uh, possibly there's an option for you to switch if you need to um, using a special enrollment. But the majority of our time right now is consumed uh, over the next month doing recertifications and trainings for Medicare to get us oh, prepared yeah. for 2024. Um, but most importantly, we have New York State of Health and Medicaid, the essential plan, um, Child Health Plus is coming to an end for a lot of people over the next 12 months. So if you're receiving the notifications that you have to get your renewal, please, please give us a call. It's very important you get this done. Um, so we can update the correct income for for your application. And I tell you, this the healthcare, whether it's Medicare or healthcare or child health plus, all this stuff is really complicated. And if you miss some of these deadlines, you're screwed. I don't know how else to put it. Like, you yeah, know, I mean, flat out, especially on the Medicare side, if you miss that sixty day window after you turn sixty five, like you're looking at potentially a lifetime yeah, of penalties. You know, I don't mean to bring your personal information in around, but we had some you know stuff with your kids' health insurance that we had to get figured out over the past couple months and. It, it wasn't easy. It was phone calls, filing appeals, and, you know, that's tough to do on your own. So please use us as a resource. Yeah, we consultations can, are free. Absolutely. If we can help you, please, folks, use us as a resource. Give us a call at the office, 833-FIN-GUYS. Whether you purchase your insurance through us or not, we're happy to help you. So just give us a of call. Of course, we're here to answer any questions yeah. you have. Rather than sitting on hold with the insurance carriers or Medicare, let, let us do the legwork for you. Yeah, we have no problem doing that. Use us as a resource. If you think like us, give us a call at the office, 833-FIN-GUYS, or the 
thefinancialguys.com. Thank you so much, Brian. Thanks, Appreciate guys. It. Have a good weekend. All right, you too. And whether it's in Buffalo, Thanks, Rochester, these are AHIP certified Medicare agents. And, you know, lots of folks have, you know, oh, geez, <laughs> We've got a, a beautiful golden retriever here that just loves to lay underneath the table with all the wires. Which is, uh, so one of these times, we if we go off the air, and, and we'll get back on, I'll plug everything You can everything blame my dog. To, we'll plug everything yeah. back together real quick, I, I promise. Anyway, um, AHIP certified Medicare folks. These folks, like he just mentioned, are you know studying right now, getting recertified. You know, Obviously, new products aren't out. They don't give no, that information until uh, right before enrollment season. But you know, learning about the you know different carriers and different things that they have and just making sure as i was going to mention you know lots of folks have the best of intentions right your co-workers your family uncle joe who got medicare through xyz a while back uh, but they don't know your personal situation they don't know your your medical situation your doctors your you know your medications all those things all those things are important when it comes to choosing your medicare policy that you're going to to have to work with for for a year at a time so if we again if uh, if you need help feel free to use us as a resource uh, 833 Fin guys, or go to our website at thefinancialguys.com. All right, uh, in the next hour, 844-434-4TFG, we will take your calls. I've got more sound clips. Uh, I, we did a couple text messages. Um, you know, thank you, by the way. Uh, Ken sending in information on uh, lab-grown meat now infused with vaccines of their choice. Yeah, all kinds Ooh. of things. All kinds of cool, nasty stuff that you they You haven't got do. your MNRA shot? Yep. Guess what? It's in the meat. Oh, right. yeah. You like to eat? Well, there you go, right? If you want a food, right, here you go. We're going to have you. It's going to pump full of vaccines for you. So thank you. I, I'm going to have to try to catch up with these over the top of the hour break. And uh, But uh, thank you, thank you, thank you for the information. Those that want to text us, by the way, I didn't plug the text line because I don't have access to the app. Uh, but I'll plug it anyways because we have our, our folks monitoring it. And Mike is, gets the emails as well, and he's been sending them on over. So thanks, Mike. Uh, but that is... Um, uh, 716-817-0716. So 716-817-0716 is the text line if you want to text us, and I'll do the best I can to get to those. But, of course, if you want to join us here on the air, 844-434-4TFG, a whole other hour to go. You've got Ryan Reinstein in for Mike Lomas, and I'm Glenn Wiggle. We are the Financial Guys. We'll be back. Another hour to go here on the Financial Guys Media Network. Who's sitting in his underwear eating Pop Tarts in Mom's basement? Goes, I don't like that show. And they hired him just because he dressed up like a girl. Here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. All right, welcome back. Second hour of the Financial Guys Radio program here with Ron Ryan, standing for Mike Lomas. I am Glenn Wiggle, and um, we have a lot for you in this hour, including Mike Shaver will be joining us at the bottom of the hour to talk about college planning, the new department, and the upcoming workshops we're going to be having throughout the rest of the summer and into the fall to get you ready to file those um, AHIP, what are they, not AHIP forms. Uh, help me out here, Ron. College forms, FAFSA forms. FAFSA, FAFSA yes. FAFSA forms. So uh, we'll be talking to, uh, to Mike at the bottom of the hour. I have some clips for you as well. And... Uh, a lot of other stuff to get to also uh the media has seemingly turned on uh on the uh or been told to turn on the, the sleepy joe crime yeah. syndicate so we'll talk about that this i want to start with this where did i put that clip it's over here somewhere the other thing this you know we, we've talked about the uh not to get into too deep in this today because we've got some other things to get to but you know Matt Walsh, by the way, if you're not listening to our podcast, number one, you're making a big mistake. You really should. You can go to our website at financialguysmedia.com to find out all of our podcasts. Yes, financialguysmedia.com. But I've been listening to Matt Walsh's podcast recently, and uh, I just started listening to Matt Walsh. Obviously, 
did the uh, the uh, the movie uh, uh, What Is a Woman, which was fantastic, where really we put him on the map. You know, he's got another project he's working on now. Matt Walsh did a phenomenal job, phenomenal job, of going back and tracing the origins of this whole trans movement. And he's identified a handful of individuals, of course, in Germany, as usual, uh, that are really the founding fathers of all of this stuff, right? Where cisgender comes from, where all this stuff comes from. And, uh, you know, and, and, I, and, and I would encourage you to go listen to his, his podcast. The one I'm referring to, I believe, was from Wednesday or Thursday of this week. And uh, and you can also follow him on Twitter as well. And, and he just did a, a whole thread where he highlighted a number of these individuals. And, you know, these individuals have had an agenda for now decades, old agenda. This goes back to World War II times of, you know, showing pornography to kids and desensitizing them. Some of the people that are, you know, the godfathers of this stuff were awful, awful people that did things like experiment, like, uh, you know, taking uh, two of, of uh, uh, you know, twins of their own kids and treating one as a girl and one as a boy to see just what would happen. Just, you know, why not? Why not experiment on your own kids, right? Another situ- a case uh, of an uh, individual placed foster kids with pedophiles intentionally. Unbelievable. I mean, these people were, are sick, really a sick, perverted sexual fantasies of these people that are now being utilized, and, and a lot of this stuff is playing out. Which is crazy. So when these folks, you know, we, when we talk about, you know, you want to do whatever you want to do behind closed doors, go ahead. The line that has been crossed here is the, the drive to make it normal. And the kids. Uh, yeah, the, the kids and just, again, let kids be kids. Right. A. B, this isn't normal. You want to be a deviant? Go ahead. Right. But, but keep but, the kids away from it, okay? Don't yeah. do it out in public. But but they're they're openly coming for the kids, folks. They've made that obvious, right? Whether it's pornography in schools, whether and of course they go, well, they want to ban. Look at they ban Moby Dick. Oh, idiots! No, they nobody ban anything like that. Okay, if you they, when when parents have tried to read some of these books in in in, in adult settings uh, at the, at the uh, at the PTO meetings or at the, yeah, uh, the school, board, school board meetings, meetings they're, they're like, like, no, 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 you can't use that yeah, language you, here. You can't read that here. But why not? My fifth grader right, has right, it in the right. library. And the media At their disposal. Has, right. And the media, including the local media, has done a, a phenomenal job of misrepresenting the whole thing by consistently talking about book bans. There are no books banned in the state of Florida. Okay. Mm-hmm. There are books that have been removed from schools that don't belong in schools, like Hustler Magazine. Probably doesn't belong in the, <laughs> right? Doesn't I mean? Should we just start putting that into the periodical section of the library, right next to the Wall Street Journal? I mean, you want just to throw that in there, right? I mean, why not? I mean, that's what you're doing with some of these books, just because they're cartoon caricatures. Some of the content is is, is absolutely appalling. But these folks, whether it be Drag Stream Story Hour, all these things, when 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 you catch them when their guard is down, they are openly telling you, folks. We are coming for your children. In fact, the choir out in San Francisco wrote a whole song about how they're coming for your children. Mm-hmm. And yet here's another example of them openly saying as they're marching down the street. In New York that City. Again, they're coming for your children. Okay? They're coming for your children. They're saying it as such. And they're doing it whether it be in libraries at school, public libraries, and guess what? Our federal government is funding it. 
right? The states, liberal states, like New York, are funding drag stream story hours. How come nobody's funding stripper story hours? Why? Why? I mean, and you're supporting single moms if you do. So why not? Why not? What do you think the exactly? What do you think <laughs> the agenda is? Uh, you know, for for these folks to, I mean, if they were really were just there to read to kids, I mean, they would show up dressed normally and read to kids. They wouldn't be, you know, twerking on the floor. Even if they showed up like Fetterman with a hoodie, I mean, that'd be fine. Speaking of which, not to get off on a different topic, <laughs> I'm going to, I have to use that to switch topics. Okay. How he's showing up, speaking next to the president. In this, in basketball shorts and a hoodie. Yes. I mean, they can't get a suit on this guy. I mean, they're going to allow him to stand. Who stands up next to the president and and gives a speech that which was awful, by the way. I mean, he couldn't. Well, I mean, know, when you're a and, stroke victim, I mean, yeah, that's going to happen. But I mean, the, you, you might you as well can't... put him in an orange jumpsuit for God's sakes. Put him in pajamas. Well, I mean, just put him right in the pajamas. What was the big thing when I was in college? Oh, like. Uh... OR scrubs, like the doctors wore. That's like what you would wear to class because you just you you, you slept in. You had no time to you know really get ready. Right. Just have him look like that. Right. He looks like a he's a slob. And, he's, and, but this he, is he's giving speeches with the president wearing basketball shorts and a hoodie. I mean, he's doing a, a meetings with the president. I mean, that's outrageous. It's ridiculous. Not even basketball players wear shorts and a hoodie when they show up to meet the president. No. They wear suits half the time. It's unreal. It's, it's unreal. But the, this is where it, it all ends. It's like None of these people represent us. Both sides of the aisle. None of them. Well, when you put people like that in the Senate, yeah. you know he's only there as a They don't care, right? Chuck Schumer doesn't care. He's got a rubber stamper, right? Yep. That's all he needs is another vote. They don't care. Constituents, Pennsylvania, I mean, what is wrong with the people of Pennsylvania? You, I th- Some of you folks listen. What in the world is wrong with you folks down there? Seriously. I mean, you know, first of all, you voted in a dead guy. You vote the guy that was on the ballot is dead. dead. He's six feet under. He's gone. And he won. He won. That's who you guys voted for Resoundingly. To, re- to represent you. Then now, mind you, I'll give you this. I didn't I wouldn't have voted for Dr. Oz either. I probably would have wrote in, you know, Mickey Mouse. I don't know. But Seriously, Fetterman? At least with Dr. Oz, you can say, okay, well, the guy's a fake Republican, clearly. Mm-hmm. He's not going to really, he's going to be kind of a Republican of the wishy-washy type. But, but at least he's got a brain in his head. You could probably actually maybe reason with the guy. I'm pretty sure that I could sit down with a Dr. Oz and probably at least talk to him about gun control to a point where he would lean more on the, you know, if you gave him the statistics and you gave him all the facts and data, I think he's an intelligent enough individual that you could, you know, sway him, right? Fetterman, I mean, the best you can do with Fetterman is you want the the apple-flavored pudding or do you want the strawberry-flavored pudding today? I mean, is it chocolate or is it vanilla pudding today, buddy? You know, what? You know, how, how would you like your, your, your lunch uh, pureed for you? I you mean, remember the, the skit on Saturday Night Live <laughs> back when it used to be funny? It was Phil Hartman, Frozen Caveman Attorney. Were they, yes, yes, yes. That's what it reminds me with Fetterman. Oh, my God. Phil Hartman was yeah, so good. He was so great. He was so Just, great. Especially shit. on The Simpsons. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Lyle oh. Hutt's attorney at law. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I should drink you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I couldn't. I'm in a trial. Anyway. All right. 844-434-4TFG if you want to join us. Uh, I'm going to take a very short break. On the other side of the break, I'll get your calls and questions. we got two bills up on deck. Bill in Rochester, Bill in Deaton. 
I'll get to both bills in the next segment, I promise. If you want to join us, 844-434-4TFG. I get a bunch more sound clips coming up for you. And Mike Shaver joining us in a little bit as well to talk college planning. So, again, 844-434-4TFG. We'll be right back after a very short break. You've got the Financial Guys right here on the Financial Guys Media Network. I don't like to, uh, uh, you know, uh, no, no, I'm just saying. I just, I just find it interesting that uh, Biden's being a popular, a popular, a Biden's being an extremist. It's, uh, Los Angeles and, uh, and uh, um, uh, um, what am I doing here? You're listening to the Financial Guys. Financial guys, so I'm sorry, I was enjoying that uh, Biden gaff bump, but also at the same time watching the some of the best of Troy McClure. And, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I gotta tell you, Phil Hartman, God rest his soul. I mean, The Simpsons, longest running sitcom of all time, of course, that will never be beaten. But just, I just gotta play a little clip of this because it's just so good. I, I, I just gotta because it's just he's so good. <laughs> I love this guy. Let's see here. Oh wait a minute, why is it not playing? Oh, it's on mute. Me from such self-help videos. There we go. Oh hi, I'm Troy McClure. You might remember me from such self-help videos as Smoke Yourself Thin and Get Confident, <laughs> Stupid. Have you ever wondered why fat parents have fat children? Oh, or why Chinese parents have Chinese children? It's no coincidence. It's because of D N. Hey. All right, that's oh, enough of that. I'm sorry. <clears throat> I had to indulge, folks. My, my, my apologies. All right, 844-434-4TFG. If you Back when you can be funny without <laughs> the, the worry about getting canceled. The one with um, with the one with Ralph Wiggum and Troy McClure talking about uh, cows and cows. me because Lisa became the yeah. vegetarian, yes. <laughs> and then they showed her they That's showed the him like it. you know how the, the the beef is made, and Ralph at the end of the video is so proud. He's like, "When I grow up, I'm going to Bovine University." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, just classic. I'll try to find that for the next break. All right, eight four 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 three four four TFG. We'll go back to the phones and let's welcome Bill in Rochester. Hi, Bill. Thanks for patiently waiting. We appreciate it. Hi. Um, very quickly, so I renewed my um, my Medicare in um, uh, you know for twenty three, and I liked uh, you know the political uh, positions of the financial guys. So I said um, I'm going to give them a call. Now I wanted to stay with the same carrier. Mm-hmm. And I considered myself pretty capable of reading the various plans. So mm-hmm. I actually thought all we're going to end up doing is just renewing everything just the way um, I had it. So uh, they assigned me to a fellow, I think, uh, Phil Provenzano. Mm-hmm. So um, first of all, he listened. Mm-hmm. And then he asked me some questions. And he said, well, I have a better plan for you. And he didn't want to embarrass me and say, well, you did a good job, but you picked the second best plan. <laughs> um, but he was, uh, he explained uh, how the plan, the PPO plan, was, was, was a better plan for me and more advantageous for me and took a lot of time. And then there were a couple of follow-up questions where he emailed me and I emailed him back, and he got right back to me. Awesome. And there was um, an assistant there, I think Tatiana, somebody, Yes, um, and, you know, she intervened a couple times to get back to me with, and with, with information, and I was really impressed. Awesome. Now, I had intended to also change uh, um, agencies with my auto insurance mm-hmm. the following month in January of 23, mm-hmm. because um, uh, the agency I was with, 
uh, never called me about anything. I was just an automatic renewal. Right. Uh, all I got was an email from them once in a while about what holidays they would be closed. Right. Um, so, um, again, I called up there because I like the way you guys think, and they assigned me to uh, to Mike uh, Spradza, who I've heard on the radio a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Again, he, um, I said I want to stay with the same carrier, New York Central Mutual. I like that they're a New York company, um, and um, I think we'll just, you know, we'll just, change uh, uh, representation so he said well let me look at your uh, let me look at your plan so he looks at that a couple of days later he goes geez i got to, i got a series of questions and lo and behold long story short um, we increased the premium a little bit we increased the coverage a lot and <clears throat> excuse me and i didn't expect that that you know that I had coverage that um, was 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 insufficient. So I just wanted to tell you, you know, based on, on my contact with those two fellows, um, who first of all listened, then asked questions, didn't just monopolize the conversation and say, "Oh, this is what you need." Um, they they asked me what the, what I thought I needed, and then they made suggestions of what might improve my coverage and both of those areas, and I just thought it was worth giving those guys a shout-out. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and I guess the Speranza, he must have contacted me. Now, we're talking about auto insurance for two vehicles here. The premium probably wouldn't buy you a decent uh, lunch at a fine restaurant in Buffalo. But um, he, uh, you know, he, and I made that joke to him, and he laughed. But uh, he said, that's not why I'm here. And, um, you know, he uh, he must have called me four or five times um, saying, uh, you know, have you considered what we talked about last time? And, um, you know, this is these are these are the you know, I just want to review with you the things that we had talked about and that we could improve upon for very, very little premium increase. And um, I was just impressed at at the amount of time that both fellas took, and I didn't know them from Adam. I mean, I called your the person who answered the phone, and and she assigned me to these two fellas. I didn't know them from Adam. Uh, At that point, I had listened to your show enough times where Mike was on there. It was always just you know you two principals. So um, and now it, it it. more recent times, Mike has been, you know, a guest on the show or, or you know, he has to participate a couple more right. than, you know, initially yep. when I listened to the show. But um, I guess I was impressed with uh, with the results, first of all, but I was more impressed with the way they got there. Awesome. And I thought that a little recognition for them um Thank you, Bill. It might go a long ways. It does. Thank you so much. And, and as you know, as he was the founder of the organization, I, I can't thank you enough for the feedback. It means so much. And we've got such a great team, Bill. I mean, as you know, obviously, you're, thank you for the plugs. Phil Provenzano is our, our Rochester AHIP certified Medicare guy. He's, he's the one out there that's handling most of our Rochester uh, stuff. But, you know, Brian Faraci assists whenever he can. And Andy, uh, or Andy, uh, Chris Moody is going out there uh, quite a bit as well. And, um, 
you know, we, we, we're growing so fast. Actually, I've been out of, you know, in Florida, I go back and forth quite a bit. And I was joking with Ron. I came back. I had to actually introduce myself to a, a whole bunch of new employees yeah. that we have. I mean, from, a, you know, Leah to Carly to a Tony to, I mean, it's just amazing how fast we're growing. And, you know, it's a testament to the service. Because we do it right. Advisors. We yeah, ask exactly. questions. We don't, we don't sell you something. Right. We find yeah. what your need is going to be. That's and right. we're going to find what fits said need. Exactly. With so every department. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, Bill. I, like I uh, diplomacy in, in, in that I had chosen the second best plan instead of belittling me or, or making me feel, you know, uh, yeah. incapable sure. of finding the right plan. They they were very delicately said, you know, we'd kind of like to have you take a look at this and let us show you what um, uh, what this plan offers for you for your particular situation, and then let's yeah. reaffirm the. Uh, the variables that that affect you, and see right. if this plan isn't a better fit. And right. um, I clearly hadn't picked the best plan, and they didn't make me feel self-conscious or, uh, 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 you know, or self-conscious about that particular uh, choice. And uh, I appreciated the the thoroughness, and um, they're good. Now I don't know anybody else in your organization. They're the they were assigned to me, I guess, sure. just randomly, but. Um, I was very impressed with the way I was treated and, more importantly, with the results. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again, but we really do appreciate it. And like Ron said, we don't just talk the talk. We do walk the walk. And we tell folks, you know, find someone to do business that's going to ask you questions. It's easy to say that you do. Uh, It's a lot harder (laughs) to fulfill the promise. Man, you are the best. Thank you so much for your positive feedback, Bill. I really do appreciate it. Have a wonderful weekend. Thank you. Questions are important, folks, whether it's, uh, I mean, the financial side, we talk about a lot and talk about the most, you know, asking people questions when it comes to, uh, you know, you and your money. But, you know, same thing with insurance. It's it's just as important to make sure that you're not just being told what to buy because that's what the soup of the day is, right? It's, you know, we're really trying to get to know you as the individual, you know, what makes you tick, what your needs are. Uh, what your concerns are, you know, what you again with the Medicare, what your doctors are, what kind of plans are out there, and it, it's complicated. So, you know, I don't fault anybody for for you know, I mean, second best plan, I'd say you did pretty darn good. I mean, a lot of folks are <laughs> not even close. It's hard, and sometimes it's subjective too. It's not always just as black and white as this is number one, two, and three. So, uh, thanks again for all the feedback, Bill. We really, really, really do appreciate it. All right, let's try to sneak in one more here, and I got the dog laying on my headphones, so I'm really kind of stuck, so I can't move too much, but let's try to sneak in Bill from Eden, and if I have to hold you over the break, Bill, I certainly will, um, but uh, but we can go to Bill to Eden. i got about a minute and a half here. So, Bill, how are you? Thank you for uh, calling in. I appreciate it. Hey, Glenn and Ron. It's good to talk to you. Um, and you might have to go over it. I don't know how much I can finish here like in the short time, but the main thing I wanted to mention was that this coming Monday, June 26th at 8 p.m., there's going to be a Twitter space, which is kind of like an interview with audio, and New York Citizens Audit is going to be interviewed. Oh, great. And what then, is that again? Say that again. It's that is Monday? coming Monday, June 26th at 8 o'clock p.m., okay. and I sent you uh, the text message on this. Okay. So um, I also have um, like a link that I could share with you if you want to wait till after the break, and I can t- give you that. Yeah, let's do that. I'm gonna mm-hmm. p- I'll put you on hold, Bill. We'll bring you back on the other side. The work that you guys do at uh, New York Citizens Audit is so important. So yeah, let me uh, let me get you back up the other side. If uh, uh, Pam, if you can put uh, Bill on hold, and uh, we'll bring him back up the other side and find out uh, more about what they're doing. Monday the 26th at 8 p.m. I will definitely be tuning in, and I'll see if we can't get a link to it on our website. So that maybe as well, uh, but we'll find out more about uh, what they're doing on the break. If you want to join us, eight four. 
844-434-4TFG. If you need us throughout the week, again, use us as a resource. If you want to talk to somebody on the Medicare team or on the uh, home and auto team or on the financial planning team, feel free to go to our website at thefinancialguys.com or feel free to call our office 833-FINGUYS. And thanks again to Bill from Rochester. It's always great to get such uh, good, fantastic feedback on uh, on a couple of our folks, uh, uh, Phil and uh, who was the other one we were talking about? The Mike Spraza, of yep. course. I'm sorry, Mike. All right, we'll be right back. You know, side of the break. You've got the financial guys here on the financial guys media network. All right, welcome back. You've got the financial guys live in studio eight four 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 three four four TFG. If you want to join us, we'll go back to Bill in Eden, who is giving us some updates on uh, New York Citizens Audit. You guys have a upcoming Twitter space you're doing on Monday night at eight o'clock. This uh, upcoming Monday, the twenty sixth. So. Um, tell us a little bit more about that, Bill, and then uh, what else you guys have coming up on deck. I believe that Marley Hornick, our executive director, will be speaking during this Twitter space. She'll be presenting. It's being hosted by some lady that does a lot of these Twitter spaces named Phenomenology. So okay. Marley will give a, an interview with her, and then I think afterwards awesome. they'll have a little Q&A, so that should be good. But yeah. I wanted to tell you, for people that are listening, how to get there and how to get some reference material if you're so interested. So the official website of, of New York Citizens Audit is auditny.com, A-U-D-I-T-N-Y.com. I also made my own little collection of links, and I made it very simple. So like if you're driving now, you could even remember this. If you can just remember the two words, blink once, pretty easy, blink once. If you write them out, put a slash between the two words and then one dot after the letter B, so it turns out B.L-I-N-K slash O-N-C-E. That'll take you to this collection of links that I have. And I'm looking at that right now, and the very first one there at B.Link slash once, it says, this Monday, 626-23 at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, it's called Ghosts That Vote with New York Citizens Audit. <laughs> and the, the Twitter space link is there. There's a shortcut to it. And there's also a reference link that goes to Audit and Wise documents. And if you go to the reference link, you can see many of their very important documents. For instance, you'll see the resolution for an audit there. You'll see a study in deficits there. You'll see a summary sheet to the study in deficits. You'll see the disguise structure and voter identification. You'll see an article on identity theft. You'll see an article about steganography, which has been an interesting kind of thing that's just been recently peer-reviewed and published in the Journal of Information Warfare. There's also a link to that on my list at b.link um, slash once. You'll also see the New York Citizens Audit responses to what the Board of Elections has said. It's all written out, and you can decide for yourself who has the better answer. I'm saying I'm going with New York Citizens Audit on that one. There's also an article called Trust Anchors. So all of this stuff, b.link slash once, you'll see Marley Hornick's recent presentation to Nassau County. There's something there on June 7th that was listed, newest must-see interview. Marley gave one of the most wonderful interviews that I've ever seen on a show called Quite Frankly. You can watch that there. The link is there. You can see the scholarly paper that was published. All those links are there. So, again, just b.link slash O-N-C-E. Remember, Perfect. blink once. 
Blink yeah. once. I love it. Thank you so much, Bill. I appreciate it. I'll talk to our staff. Let's see if we can't get a link up on our website as well for that. Uh, with the work that you guys are doing is so important. You guys have the smoking gun. I mean, just like in the Hunter Biden case, they have the smoking gun. I mean, you know, it, going back to OJ, I'll continue to use that, right? You had, <laughs> they had bloody footprints back to OJ's house. I mean, they have the same when it comes to Hunter Biden, and you guys have the same when it comes to New York State voter rolls. So uh, hats off to you. B.link slash once, blank once. And I'll make sure we get a link on our website as well to that. So, Bill, thank you so much. We really do appreciate it, buddy. Have a great thank weekend. Thank you. Remember, elections either have to be accurate or they're invalid. That's right. Yep. And uh, we got a lot of invalid ones going on. That's for, that's for darn sure. So, actually, let me ask you a quick question uh, as long as I got you, Bill. You know, oh, I just uh, lost it. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll catch. No, no, no. It's fine. I already said goodbye to him. I wanted to ask. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll just move on. We got too much stuff, other stuff going on. Um, I will get back to the phones in a second. I promise. I know I've got a bunch of folks up on deck. I will get to you, but I have to go to Mike Shaver, who has been patiently waiting to talk about some college planning. So, Mike, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? Hey, Glenn. Hey, Ron. Hey, Mike. How are you? Just so fine. Thank you, guys. You've got an upcoming workshop at some point, I believe, and as well as you know, gearing up for uh, college season, which is really right around the corner. I mean, kids are out of school now, and and now you know. Obviously, if if you haven't already picked your college at this point, you're kind of you know you're going local. But you know, for those juniors and those sophomores that are getting out of school, you know, there's a lot to be done. And and for seniors and people in college, there's still the FAFSA forms that you have to file even when they're in college. So, uh, tell us what you uh, what you got going on, Mike. Yeah, for you know college planning here at the Financial Guys, what I do is definitely try to shorten the learning curve for parents. Right, because when my boys went to college, I mean, I'm a certified financial planner for decades, and my oldest goes to college. He says, or not college, but he's a senior in high school, and I'm like, I don't really know that much about it. I really should. So what I did was I educated myself. I got certified as a certified financial planner specialist, and what I want to do, you know, what you know, Ron was saying before, we help people at the financial guys. I just want to help parents shorten the learning curve and educate them and what. Some of the things you have to do, like you said, Glenn, FAFSA or, you know, the um, you know, Comet app. So I just definitely shorten the learning curve. And one of the ways I'm doing that is having a summer college admissions workshop this summer at our flagship office. When is that going to be, Mike? So that is going to be starting Monday, July 31st, and it goes from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. So it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday through August 3rd. Oh, okay. Right here at 305 Spindrift. And it is, um, it's about how do you do emissions, essay writing, completing the Common app. It's being performed by one of our strategic partners from StressFreeEmissions.com. Terrific. So if any listeners want to know more, they can either call the Finn guys at 833-FINN-GUYS, talk to Mike Shaver, I'll give them more information, or they can also go to the website, which is stressfreeadmissions.com. Fantastic. Or, of course, thefinancialguys.com as well. And you're not only a certified college planning specialist, but I always forget you're also a certified financial planner, right? So as a CFP, you're trained not only in college planning, but in all kinds of stuff. So you've really got the whole, the whole, the whole nine yards. Yeah, absolutely. Being a certified financial planner, I have a fiduciary responsibility to be educated when I talk to my clients. And, and I wasn't a, educated about You've college. been a CFP for how long? That's why I spent time learning. Right. But you were, you've been a CFP for how many years now? Yes, you know, 25 years. 25 years. A lot of experience here at the Financial Guys, folks. If you can so use right when us, I was graduating high school. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite, Ron. You're no, 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 that's that. for me. 
I did 25 years ago. I graduated high school. Oh, so, okay. yeah. <laughs> Mike, what's the earliest uh, you would say that it's beneficial for people to come see you and attend the workshops and everything that you're doing for the college planning side? Excellent, excellent, excellent question, Ron. It's definitely, I would say, eighth grade, right? Oh, wow. wow. I, mean, I can obviously help parents, you know, um, seniors, rising seniors this fall, but definitely eighth grade because there are things going into high school that they should be aware of that their kids can do mm-hmm. to help improve their chances, make college costs last, right? That's my main goal is to, you know, help parents not spend as much as they have to. So I would say eighth grade. And I think, you know, oftentimes, and I'm glad you asked that question, Ron, mm-hmm. but, you know, when you bring up, you know, there's things that you can do while you're in high school, you know, I've got two, one kid, one one out of college, one currently in college, and one yet to go to college, right? So I'm in, I'm in all the stages of it, right? But all through different stages. And, you know, having kids in high school and preparing them for college, you know, some of the things we've been very fortunate to work with some great high school uh, counselors as well that have helped us to really understand that what colleges are looking for today, right? And so parents, I think, sometimes take the wrong approach. Say, I don't want you to get involved in these extracurriculars because it'll hurt your grades, and you need good grades to get where you want to go. Well, yes, you, you need, need a, good you grades. Need everything But you need days. everything yes. these days. That's right. The extracurriculars, things like band, music, sports are so important. Leadership things like student government. Uh, 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 Even if you just sign work. up, you can put it on your, your application right. for college. I, I, I did that. 100%. I had a couple they're, of teachers like, just sign up and so you can put it on. I'm like, okay. That's right. They're looking for well-rounded kids that have, you know, that have kind of gone outside of the, of the box a bit to do things that are – you know, that show that they're a doer, right? Not necessarily a watcher. So those are things that Mike can help you with and uh, and things that you'll learn as well as just navigating the whole uh, the whole system. Because here's the funny thing, that I, not funny, I find, I, find, I find it somewhat insulting, to be honest with you. Your kids go to college. You foot the bill. You have no say. You get no information. You have no idea what their grades are. You have no idea what's going on. You can't nope. call the school and ask. They won't tell you. Like, wait, but you sent me the bill. <laughs> yeah, and the bill's been paid, but you know what? If you want to know what your kid got in history, anyway, uh, you better ask him. So for those of you that don't have kids going yet in college but have kids going to college, you're going to find that quite eye-opening that you once they go off, it it really is on them. Like you have they have to sign up for their classes. They you you're out. That's it. That's they have to do it. So I found that to be uh, you know, kind of like almost ripping off the band-aid almost for the parents as well. So it was a little <laughs> bit different. Anyway, thanks, Mike. I appreciate you come to coming on. All right, thank you, guys. All Have right, a good one, Mike. You. That's Mike Shaver. And if anybody needs Mike Shaver, not only is he a, a certified college planning specialist, but he's also a certified financial planner at 25 years of experience. And he'll be doing a, 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 a sounds like a multi-day workshop, pretty intensive, yeah. to really understand, the, navigate the whole gamut from admissions all the way through. That'll be coming up at the end of July. For more information, go to our website, thefinancialguys.com. Or again, feel free to call the office at 833-FINGUYS. That's 833-FINGUYS. And you can ask for Mike Shaver and he can give you more information on that. All right, let's go back to the phones, and let's see if we can sneak in Holly, who's been also patiently waiting. And, Margaret, you're up on deck as well. I'll get to you also, I promise. Holly, you're live with the Financial Guys. How are you? Thanks for holding. Yes, hi there. Listen, what you guys were talking about, um, you know, it's really UN-tied. It's a UN global agenda, even tied to ID 2020. But there is, got to check it out, in the, um, in the 70s, there was, uh, the homosexual agenda that was actually put in the Library of Congress, and it explains how we will soon have your boys, 
We will, we will be able to rape them in the bathrooms, in the movie theaters. Your women will be like um, non-useful, like, you know, um, and it, it just goes on about what their plans are. That's all unfolding right now. But, and uh, don't forget, Michelle Obama started that reading library reading in all the libraries, um, which is, it's, 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 it's abuse. It's child abuse. And uh, it's, it's crazy. And Hollywood ties into it. And my daughter's like 25 now. When she was a little girl, I could not find shorts for her anywhere that were decent. They were all short shorts for little girls. That's yeah. So that's a, I have a daughter that's the same way. Time. It's yeah. the same way. Just yeah. finding stuff. You're just like, even at her school that she goes to, excuse me, it, it's a private school. And they're, not that she was part of the emails, but multiple times they're just like, yeah, the skirts aren't the right length or at the right and yeah, it's just like these are kids. Mm-hmm. Want to be kids? Right. right. So They're sexualizing them through the clothing. Did, did, yeah. yeah. And, did, and and why are you thinking about the bugs? I mean the bugs, the meat, the meat. Yes. Blau Schwab, part of the global yep. stage, like Fauci. Yeah, He's already said you're going to eat bugs and you're going right. to like it. Yep. And <laughs> another German too, by the way. Another German. Yeah, Germans have caused. Yeah. I know offense to Germans that I mean I'm partly German, but I got to be honest. You know, a lot of our problems in the last century have come from Germany. Let's let's be clear here. You know, well, uh, both world wars, right? For those that have Ukrainian yeah. flags, yeah. by the way, in their bios on Twitter, you know, oh, Ukrainians. God. You know, about half of the folks that are fighting the Russians are actual Nazis. Just so you're aware, and they have nice exactly. Nazi uh, <laughs> emblems on their uniforms, right. their helmets. But, but just look up the Azov. Off battalion, but mm. hey, keep flying that flag high. Just, but just stepping back for a second yeah. on the uh, LGBTQIA plus, the alphabet now, mafia. Yeah, go and listen to Matt Walsh's podcast this week, and I want to say it was Wednesday or Thursday. Go check out his Twitter feed. He has laid it out who these people are, where they came yeah. from. He's, you know, goes all the way back to Germany in the 1930s and 40s. He's identified the individuals. He went all the way back and found out, you know, who came up with cisgender. Where did this come from? And uh, did a phenomenal job on really laying it all out there and, you know, laying bare who these people are that the left now has adopted this ideology and, and, and is, is idolizing it. I mean, you really need to understand the roots behind this. And Matt Walsh is one of the few people yeah. that is really doing, you know, literal ac- you know, academic style research mm-hmm. and then turning it into a podcast. He's so smart. So I would uh, highly recommend well, finding out more about the, the background of this stuff for sure. Find out who's running Hollywood, and that gives, also gives you a big answer. But my, really quick, i got to ask, can I leave my phone number with your call screener? Yes, of course. If I have uh, need advice sure. on how to, tying into all this, there was a whistleblower priest, Father Joseph Marino, who was murdered because, uh, and he even said in a four-page fast in Buffalo News the day before, and it's still to this day, it, it, this was 2012. It is not being uncovered. It's a major. Well, I'm sure our FBI is on it. Sorry. You have nothing to fear. I'm sure our FBI is all over the case, and uh, you'll have answers any decade now, uh, perhaps. Well, anyway, even, but even yes, the yes, absolutely. That, that tied in with JFK's sure. um, Cyril Wetch, he, he, he chimed in. There, if you Google his name, there are documentaries and reenactments of all that happened, but it ties into the pedophilia, the trafficking. It's bigger than what we think. There was a yes, pipeline from it Colombia. Is. It is. Well, James, who's yes. it? Is it Jim Cavicio? How do you pronounce his name? Uh, the, the, the pastor Cavizio. of the Christ. Cavicio. 
He just came out and said, basically, flat out, uh, his tweet was, the CIA is running the largest child uh, sex trafficking ring in the world. So I don't know what the over-under on how long he's breathing will be, but uh, I'm giving him about six months before he has a tragic one-car accident or a small engine. Or five shots to the head that was suicide. Yeah, yeah. Or or he'll just, you know, happen to commit suicide, something crazy, right? And and in the southern border, when Obama was in, he was encouraging parents, send your kids over the border— and then once they're processed, you'll be able to join them. He encouraged that. Absolutely. My six-year-old 100%. daughter, I don't even let her out on my site at a store. But, yeah. but hey, go <clears throat> start walking, honey. You'll be fine. It's terrible what they're doing. And, and they know what they're doing. So, anyway, yes. thank you so much for the call. We really do appreciate it. i got to go to a break thank here. You. We are long in this segment. Thank hang you. on, though. Don't hang up. Pam, can you grab her number and I will get, or give her mine or either way? And uh, we'll get in touch with each other one way or the other. Um, <clears throat> also, a great way is just email us to our website, and I'll get back to you as well, thefinancialguys.com. All right, very short break. You've got the Financial Guys. Ron Ryan signed in for Michael Lomas. I'm Glenn Wiggle. We'll be right back here on the Financial Guys Media Network. You're listening to the Financial Guys. 25 years on the radio and now on the podcast, there has certainly been no shortage of material. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Five years on the air, folks. You have started the show way back in the uh, late 90s. And uh, I, honest to God, I, 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 you probably have heard me say this before. I really thought when Mike had the idea and said to me, you know, back in, in, in you know, 1998 or wherever it was, hey, you know, we're going to do a radio show. So figure it out. Let me know. <laughs> and, okay, Mike, sure. So I did and we did it. And I thought, you know what, we'll do it for a few years. It'll be cool. We'll get some business out of it, get our name out there, and, uh, and the rest will be history. 25 years later. 25 years later, here we are. No stopping. <clears throat> and we've been on, all, I mean, we've been on, obviously, our flagship station in Buffalo continuously that whole time. We've been on Rochester now for, I think, five years or so, and been on and off in Syracuse when the time is available. And we've been on, you know, out in Las Vegas on uh, you know, KXNT and down in Florida on uh, WJNO and WFTL and, you know, really all over. So we've been very blessed to have uh, just a, a great a listener base that supported the show for so many years and uh, great folks to work with in the radio business. That's not always that common to have really, you know, so many people that have been, you know, with us for so long that have been, uh, you know, our, uh, you know, our friends and, um, whether it be our sales folks or, or the, uh, you know, our producers and folks like that. So, and now after 25 years, some are retiring. So, you know, the sales manager in Buffalo and, and so on. And, uh, you know, just some incredible folks, incredible careers, and uh, it makes you feel old when you see your your. You know, <laughs> well, wait a minute, you can't retire of that anyway. So we have, uh, you know, I'm not sure how many more years we're going to run this thing, but we'll see. We'll go as long as we can. If you haven't checked out our podcast, we're four years now on the podcast, or five, I think now even, uh, and we're running podcasts, multiple podcasts. So I'm on with Mike Lomas each week. You've got uh, uh, Ron. Um, Oh, who's that? I'm not sure. Mike and Mike. Uh, Mike and Mike. Yeah, I'm thinking Ron and Ron because I had you guys on there. Uh, Mike and Mike are on. Uh, Mike Spraza, Mike Hayflick. Um, you've got the uh, the morning program, the uh, morning Mike's 15-minute uh, morning Mike's program running three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That's live at 8.15, by the way. You can tune in real quick on the way to work at 8.15 or just tune in whenever. If you're not working, retired, and just get the quick you know, five hot topics of the day. And uh, it's tough to get it into 15 minutes. It's tough to just pick five. Uh, because it's, I mean, the media then it changes stuff is probably like 15 so minutes later. Honest to yeah. gosh, I mean, the media stuff is coming out so fast and furious. I'm going to try to get to this next clip if I can. I really want to play a little bit of a clip of the. It's a four minute clip. I'll never get to the whole thing, but I mean, it's four or five minutes of the media just not letting it go. Like, all right, well, I'm not going to answer the question on on Hunter Biden and the and the text message, blah blah blah. So you know, I'm going to go to your colleague now. Stop. 
And then the next would be like, well, to follow up on my colleague. And then the media was working in unison to just bash her. But I got to go to Margaret, who's been patiently waiting. So before I get to that clip, let me go to uh, Margaret, who has a question on auto insurance. I hope I can answer it. We'll see. I don't have Mike Spraza here with me, but I'll see what I can do. So hi, Margaret. Thank you for waiting. We appreciate it. What can we help you with? Yes, I have an auto insurance question. All right. I will do my best. Regarding the supplemental spousal liability insurance. I got a letter from the insurance company asking if I need this insurance because of the New York State law that just got passed. And when I called them to clarify, they said, well, this insurance is just related to pain and suffering and lost wages. But when I looked online, it looks like um, it may be more than that. So my question is, if I don't have this specific coverage, and if I'm in the car with my husband, let's say, and um, we get into an accident because of his negligence, will I be covered for medical damages? That is an awesome question, and I don't know the answer to that. I need Mike's That would absolutely be the home and auto department. Yeah, for sure. So I'll see if I can't get Mike to call back in here. Mike, if you're listening, you're probably out and about. But uh, the question, your specific coverage was what again? Supplemental. i got to write this down, and I can get back to you. Supplemental. Spousal liability insurance. I will tell you what, since Mike is not calling in, he's probably away from the radio. Let me do this. Let me put you on hold. I will have Pam, our producer, get your name and number. I will pass it along to Mike Sparaza, and I will have him give you a call to explain exactly what that is and whether or not you need it. Does that work? Thank you very much. All right, stay on hold. Pam, grab her number, and I'll have Mike Sprouse to give you a call. So thank you. So I'm sorry I couldn't answer your question, uh, Margaret, but, you know, even I I was licensed years ago. I have not licensed anymore for uh, for home and auto. Uh, Like everything in insurance-wise, it is very complex. So that's why at the Financial Guys, we are a one-stop financial shop. Of experts. But we're not a one-man financial shop. I think that's the difference. You know, sometimes you walk into a financial person, they may be awesome, at you know retirement planning or or income planning or not and right it's hard to walk into somebody and say do you do insurance yep how about investments yeah who manages the portfolios i do who does reviews that's me you know it's like okay who answers the phone me that me again yeah. right you know and so at our office we have a true team right so not only do we have our financial planning and wealth management with folks like mike shaver heard him earlier we have all sorts of certified experts mike is a certified financial planner he's a certified college planning expert ron you're a certified social security claiming strategist yes. sitting right next to me so a whole income department we have ahip certified medicare folks and home and auto experts and so on and so forth so you know we have different i mean we are probably what 25 different types of, or more 30 maybe insurance and financial professionals and that's the thing anything financial we, you and I, were not going to pretend to know, just, just like with this call. But we can find someone five, ten steps away from our office right. and get the answer. Not even to mention the CFAs. We have chartered yep. financial analysts, multiple on the team. I haven't even talked about independent solutions and the wealth management arm of the financial guys. We have a billion dollars in assets under management. It's an SEC registered investment advisor with experts like Paul Meeks, who is on the uh, CNBC multiple times a week, and folks like John Thur right here in our Buffalo flagship office with 40-plus years 
of, uh, of investment experience, not only on the institutional side, but also on the retail side as a chartered financial analyst. So we are truly a, a one of the very few, if not the only one-stop financial shops uh, in uh, in existence, let alone in Western New York. I was going to say, the country. Yes. Where, where are you going to find it? No, I have never seen anything like it. So, no. uh, you know, this was our mission when we started the Financial Guys 20 years ago. And Mike and I sat down. We would say, we would be really cool if we could get to this point. And we just kept their head down and kept working and, you know, found great folks along the way, like Mike Hayflick, Ron Reinstein, Jay Blanchard, Mike Shaver. I mean, there's too many to list. You know, Ron Pierce, uh, you know, Russ Geyser. I mean, just so, I mean, just, you know, office full of Steve Grisco. I mean, my gosh, there's just so many. So, uh, you know, again, if you can, if we can help you, if you need us, whether it's insurance, whether it's life insurance, health insurance, uh, a Medicare, uh, again, investment planning, of course, how we started our, our bread and butter is income planning and retirement planning for mm-hmm. folks. If you think like us, again, feel free to use us as a resource. Give us a call at the office, 833-FINGUYS, or go to our website, thefinancialguys.com. Ron, thank you so much. Thank you I for having so me again. so much more to get to. Maybe we can catch up on Wednesday for the yes, podcast. Yes, absolutely. So on behalf of Mike Lomas and Ron Reinstein, I'm Glenn Wiggle. We are the Financial Guys. Thanks again for listening, folks. Check out our website of all of our social media stuff on financialguysmedia.com as well. And we'll see you this week on the podcast. Don't forget, Monday morning at 8.15, uh, Morning Mike's. Tune in for that, and we'll talk to you throughout the week. Take care. Have a great weekend. Thanks.